0: This podcast is brought to you by Glow Anti-Aging. I've been going to Glow for the past two years and love the environment. I always feel refreshed and rejuvenated every time I leave. To maximize convenience and comfort, you can now pamper yourself at home by shopping all your favorite products online at glointiaging.com and use the code OURHockeyLife for 10% off. Hey there, it's Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we wanna blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have.
1: Claudette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on her way to Supermoment, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time.
0: Bridge smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right.
1: Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up because the boys aren't the only ones with the stories. Hey everyone, Codette and I are excited to welcome Emma Rose to the podcast today. She's the founder and president of Rose Resolutions and serves as a leadership development specialist for organizations and resolution strategist for individuals. Her and her fiance, Tyson Berry of the Edmonton Oilers, are excitedly awaiting the arrival of their first baby while living the bubble life in Alberta, which of course works to our advantage for stealing some time with her. So let's get to know Emma. Hey Emma, how's it going? Good, how are you guys? I'm good. This is Codette hi nice to meet you nice to
2: meet you guys I've heard so much about both of you (laughs) and never formally met either
1: (laughs) I know you and I've had a conversation on the phone or two and totally connected via text etc but never face to face
2: I know well in the hockey world it's already like one degree of separation but then I like with Christy and Len we're basically family
0: yeah 100%. one hundred percent. I know. Funny. I got a text. I got a text from Julie today. Oh, tourist. <laughs> oh, nice. She's like another one of my friends. I'm like, oh, sorry, buddy. I thought you only had a few. <laughs> <laughs>
2: new friends, Edmonton, new friends. But I'm exactly. glad she's here. Yeah. Uh, it's so,
0: fun. how's it going
1: in Edmonton
2: for you? It's cold. Yeah, it's uh, we're in the Canadian bubble. So it's boring and it's cold and, and I'm pregnant. So it's like there's just,
1: just it's, so it's not for
2: that it's not that exciting.
1: Mm-hmm. How well, far along
2: are you? I'm 22 weeks. Oh, wow. I don't even know that is in month's like five and a half.
1: 22. Yeah, you don't count months until later. Then you start, I know, then when they when they're after you've had the baby, then you count in months until they're like two and people are like, no, are they one or two? And you're like, no, 19 months.
2: Mm-hmm. but before I, I got pregnant when a girl would be like I'm 19 weeks I'd be like can you just hit me with the months because I don't know what that means and like <laughs> now hurry I'm like 22 and a half weeks because
1: you it. count every single second that's why oh because it drags
2: sure? mm-hmm. how are you feeling I feel great now it was a rough like I was in the toilet throwing up three times a day till like 18 weeks so it was brutal yeah now, now you're over difficult. the hump I hope yeah. Yeah.
1: Where are you from originally? Are you from BC?
2: So I was born in Halifax, and my dad's side of family's all East Coast, and then like kind of made my way to the West Coast, and like grew up in White Rock, which is a mm-hmm. suburb of Vancouver, and that's kind of where I say I'm from.
1: Okay. White when Rose, did you move over
0: there? To White Rock? Yeah. When I was like six. Okay. That's so nice. counts, right? Yeah. I used to go there all the time to White Rock and just like, explore the ocean. Yeah, and just. Crabs, I feel like it's the shows.
2: Canada Laguna kind of vibe, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. The closest thing
2: we have to it. I mean. I've never been. Yeah.
1: It's super cute. Oh, I'll you gotta you... go. It's cute. Yeah, I'll have to get over there. Do you have siblings? I
2: have two sisters. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and are you all close? Yeah.
2: I mean, it's we're closer now. We were really close in age, and when you're growing up and like at the same high school, it's tough. But ah. I mean, I think when you're that close, you fight. So we, we we're close. We fight a lot. Did fight a lot. Not anymore. Yeah. Yeah, Where are they? I have one sister in Calgary, which is would have been nice because I could see her more. But because of this bubble, I haven't been able to see her. And then I have my youngest sister, who's in Vancouver. Okay.
1: okay. So yeah. you guys are really living bubble, like kind of an NHL, and Edmonton
0: oiler bubble life.
2: Oh, yeah. Like we're strongly encouraged not to go to the grocery store.
0: I know. I just had to go do my first COVID test today at, at the rink. And uh, Just your first one? Yeah. I That's boycott, lucky. Boycott them. But now I need to take it to so jason can come home
2: was it nose or throat
0: throat and i That's did so not, much better i did not impress anyone with my deep throat skills <laughs> <laughs> i know just you're gagging like, i know gagging
1: on a q-tip <laughs> i swear i better when it's bigger <laughs> sorry jason sorry jason oh god i'm sure or, you're negative yeah or if you need to quarantine anyhow, you might as well be positive and get it over with. Exactly. Might as well. Are you guys both in
2: Arizona? I'm in Calgary. Oh, okay. So you're kind of in the same Canada restrictions.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Jason is in the coaching staff, the goalie coach for the flames. So she's kind of oh. encouraged strongly to live the bubble life as well.
0: <laughs> to am just, just learning like- about the Alberta battle.
1: Yeah. So
2: yeah. I guess we're kind of enemies. You guys are
1: enemies. You are. Yeah. And I'm from Edmonton, but I'm still friends with her. Are you? Carly.
0: I'm still yeah. friends oh, with that. though. You don't hold it against her. <laughs> Um, oh that's too bad that you can't come down here and like see your sister
2: I know So well, I've done it a couple times like when they're on the road for a long time and then I'll just get tested but it's just it's such a production now that it's not even worth it and then her husband or fiance got COVID and then like Oh, I don't know. Not just, it. It's not worth it. You don't want to be yeah. the one that takes down the NHL team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it.
0: <laughs>
2: Patient zero.
0: Yeah. Oh
1: god, it's, no kidding.
0: So yeah. where do you guys live in the off season?
2: Oh, that's a weird question for us too cuz Tyce played in Denver forever and then we would go to Victoria where I went to university. And then he got traded to Toronto. And like Denver is just such a like special place for us. So now we're kind of like splitting our time between Denver and Victoria. But this summer, hopefully we'll just be in Denver. Okay. So I don't know. We're kind of between yeah. Denver and Victoria. Sh- well, Short story long. Yeah.
1: That happens though. And then you figure it out. You'll get to a point where you're yeah. like, okay, we love it. We need to keep splitting. Or you'll be like, yeah, no, we got to choose one over the other. I know. It's kind of, you're young you'll figure it out
0: I don't feel that young but thanks I'll take it you'll just have baby stuff you're just gonna have like two pack and plays, like one here one there like you're just gonna have crap everywhere
2: the baby stuff is so overwhelming like there's if you guys have a list or anything send it my way because I'm
1: just
0: drowning it it gets dated so fast like the stuff my friends have now I'm like what the heck is that oh my god
1: I mean you don't even have to rock your baby anymore everybody has this like what's it called that that swing that cradle it's like a cradle and you you it's called a snoo i think oh they like straight jacket their babies in and then (laughs) it like rocks them it looks terrifying i know babies seem content i don't know and it's like
2: like two grand i'm like what it's like i could get a used car for that what's happening
1: (laughs) totally like i'll hold my baby i guess
2: i know yeah i'm excited
1: we're excited I'm excited for you. Christy updates me too. She goes, "Do you want to see my my grandbaby?" And shows me your. You oh, just sent a oh ultrasound God. picture.
2: No one is more excited than she is. Oh,
1: uh, honestly, she's too. the best. She's get. They're going to be insane. I mean, you've heard Lenny say <laughs> this: cats, dogs, and kids.
0: Kids, cats, cats, and dogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cats,
1: dogs, and kids. He's he's he true. Them all he wrecks them all. Oh, will this be the
0: first grandbaby on both sides? It will. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. The golden so child. Great. The golden child. I know.
0: So
2: special.
1: I'm excited. I have a feeling Christy's um, gonna. I can't see her being very far from you. I'm like, oh great, now you're having a grandbaby. You're gonna move away. I'll never see you.
2: I'm hoping to move closer to her. (laughs) I'll move to you guys. It's nice and warm there. And yeah, yeah. My my mom. My mom's in the states too. So with this quarantine stuff, it's kind of like frustrating because there's a two-week hotel quarantine now I think I don't yeah. know if I have that right or not so but ridiculous. no I know, you know
1: it'll it's change it's going to change I'm, I'm deciding yeah. to be positive um I feel like the worst is behind us so it's you're okay you've got hopefully it's gonna hope be so, all right.
2: yeah where's your mom she's actually in Point Roberts Have you okay. guys ever heard of that yeah. it's like Just across the, tip, the border yeah, yeah like the tip of Tawasson so she was living in Seattle and then she moved to Point Roberts to be closer to like all of us and thinking we would be in Victoria and then She's literally trapped in Point <laughs> Roberts with no grocery store, like one restaurant. They've had no cases, but there's only really like 50 people on the little I don't know what you wow. call it—an island. Oh
1: so, wow. Yeah. So so close, but so far. So growing up with two sisters, you said you guys were fighting a lot. Is this how you got into studying and getting your master's in dispute resolution?
2: <laughs> probably. I mean, it probably contributed to it my emotional state i'm a bit of an emotional wreck already so emotions kind of fascinated me but what really happened was i it's kind of a long story but i'll tell you anyway soon yeah. um just because otherwise i'm not that interesting <laughs> <Stop> but <it. laughs> but uh it was at a bar in victoria and i was in my last year of university and i was studying for the lsats so like to get to get into law school mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone's like drinking and I don't know if your guys do this, but like the trend to order 30 or 40 vodka sodas at once and just have them like sitting there. So one of the guys Last ordered, yeah, yeah, kind of that situation. Like, yeah, beauties. So they had ordered 40 vodka sodas and then some girl behind me was like pushing to get to one. So I kind of like, was like, oh yeah, did you want to get through? And then she was like, yeah, I'm going gonna grabbing one of those drinks. And I think I was a bit sassy and said something like, well, like they're not for you or something. And then like, Boom, she punched me in the face. What? No. Like, no warning, no nothing. Yeah. Um, broke my nose. My nose was like over here. And I was like, didn't even hurt. Like, come at me. And then my girlfriend was like, no, we need to leave your nose is on the side of your face. Blood everywhere. It was terrible. Um, she ran off. And then, like, I could I went to the hospital because my nose was broken. And then at that point, they called the police and it's like out of your hands. So because it's aggravated assault. So this okay. poor girl, she did get, I say poor girl, but she she did get found or caught and was like, like charges were pressed, which oh. I didn't do. It was just like the way it works. Right. And so I was like pretty mad. My LSATs were in five days. I was on T3s. I had a broken nose, two black eyes. At the time I was modeling, modeling like for Bud Light and um, <laughs> lost my job. And like, that's what was paying for my schooling and my LSAT prep and all this, like, it just was so frustrating. And I was so like, emotional about it and down. I think it was like a six month process of going through the courts. And finally, um, someone called me, I can't even remember who now and was like, listen, this is going to be another year and a half of the court systems. Have you ever heard of restorative justice? And I was like, no, what the heck is that? And they're like, it's this like type of mediation where you get to meet with your abuser they called it and I was the victim and you kind of work it out amongst yourselves and I was like I don't want to do that like I want her to be punished she's a monster and like no mercy yeah um but I was convinced because like I didn't want to be dealing with this for two I kind of wanted to move on and it was a it just felt like a big weight on my shoulders for whatever reason and then so yeah so I did it very reluctantly And you go to a couple sessions where you meet with a mediator who they usually have their master's in dispute resolution or something similar counseling or something like that. And they kind of walk you through what the meeting is going to be like. What are your goals? How are you feeling? And you really unpack stuff that you wouldn't have before. And then, so you go sit in this meeting and you get to bring two support like people. So I brought my mom and my boyfriend and then she does the same. And I think she brought her parents. And then we have three community members who are like witnesses to our conversation and then two mediators. So I came face to face with the girl. I haven't seen in six months. Like she had, I they had a restraining order against us. So we couldn't communicate. She couldn't like reach out to me, nothing.
1: Did you know her and, name? Or not. Like, I do know
2: her. I did. I did know her name after they pressed charges. I mean, I won't say it on here. Just yeah. No. I just because be like it's all, they Yeah. Let you know. No. So I would like looked her up on Twitter. She mm-hmm. was like a, a professional rugby player for the female national team. Oof. Um Yeah. And I didn't know anything else about her, just what I'd found online. <clears throat> and I just hated her. I'll be mm-hmm. blunt. Like I, I just thought she was a monster, and like she, she should pay for all the money I lost, and she should go to jail, or she yeah. should you know, whatever the harshest like punishment a, at the time. Over
0: a drink, like, girl. I know. Like, I'm, a, girl, I'm also
2: 21, so I'm, like, really dramatic at this point, too. I'm well like, okay. Yeah, like, hey. yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Because, like, I mean, that's how she acts over a drink. like Right. You, like, chill. And I have no
2: context to what was going on for her or anything. So we meet up and it was just, it was the most moving experience I've ever been a part of. Like she was, I, I got to hear her side of the story. She hasn't been able to reach out to me. The six months of anguish that she had had, like she was on the rugby team. She'd just broken her foot, which meant like she wasn't going to some tournament and her like, I think it was her school scholarship was in question. She wasn't supposed to be drinking cause she was on a certain medication and she had drank she doesn't remember like any of the night. Um, So that I love, like she, she was mixing painkillers with alcohol. She shouldn't have, like it was a simple mistake. And then just, just how much pain she'd been in and like her parents spoke and how disappointed her parents were in her. And I just, you kind of empathize with like, this is a human being that made a mistake and it's not a monster and she's already suffered enough. And she had been saving money to pay me back for my lost income and to pay for like my LSAT prep and Like she just wanted to fix it and she wanted to write me a letter and she couldn't because of the way the legal system works. So it was just touching and I just felt like, wow, the legal system's weird the way it works and how, like it's not, like for me, I left that feeling so good and I hope she did too. And as a victim, victim. Like I'm, I'm pretty resilient and I didn't find myself being a victim in that situation, but I just, it changed the way I looked at everything. And I was like, I don't want to go to law school. How do I pursue this? Like this really interests me. And so then found the program at UVic, which is like master's in dispute resolution. And then I didn't know where that would take me, whether it would be like legal mediation or family mediation, or now where it's led me to emotional intelligence. Like, yeah. So that's the long, long story of how I got into it.
1: That's awesome. That's I mean, really crazy. Cool. Yeah, it is really cool. I mean, who knew who knew that that I was going to be a life-changing moment for you? Do you feel like you're constantly assessing people? Like right now are you Yeah, kind of. I can't it help
2: this? it. Yeah, yeah I, I um so the the dispute resolution was amazing and that that was more like you have to like dig into yourself. Like they just abuse you the first year. Like if you don't if you're not ready to look inward, then you're not going to make it through the program. And I think there was only like 10 of us that ended up finishing it out of 40 who started. Wow. Because totally. it's pretty intense and then and, you have all this, and then you can kind of choose in the last year, like, are you going to take this like to the UN? Are you going to do family law? Are you going to do, like, there's so many avenues and I was still so unclear. And then I went into family law and it was so depressing. And I was like, people are still not hearing each other. Like what you actually want and what you're saying you want. Like, for example, in a divorce, when like the husband's like, well, I'm taking the car. And it's like, he's actually really pissed off that he just found out that she's seeing somebody. And that's what we're not talking about. We're t- Instead, we're trying to work out who gets the car. So- right there was still this element that I was like not tapping into. And then I can't, oh yeah, I I ended up learning about this company who they worked with corporations on emotional intelligence and how to make better leaders. So I was like, oh, that's really cool. And I worked with them for six months in admin position, which wasn't what I was looking to do, but I got to learn a ton. And then I was like, I could do this on my own. So the coaches, they were paying, I went and did the certification and that's where I learned all about emotional intelligence. And then I could decide how I wanted to apply it and ended up, with the encouragement of Tice, starting my own business and it's just been awesome. But yes, the answer is I do assess everyone all the time and I can't help
0: it. (laughs) Oh, so like you're currently working, running your business like right now.
2: Yes. Yeah. So I do
0: it online.
2: It's all remote. I do totally different stuff. So one example is I work with the public health agency of Canada and I was working with them pre COVID. So I work with them as a group. And then also as individuals and I'll assess their emotional intelligence. So this is like what it looks like. So you get 16 of your emotional intelligence skills and I can see where you're at and kind of get a snapshot of who you are. And then I can understand, like, maybe you're someone who's low in empathy. So that's why you're struggling at work. Good self-awareness though. Another.
1: Codet
2: raises his hand. That's why I struggle. But then you probably have high <laughs> self-awareness. So if if you if the dangerous person is someone who can't admit that they have any oh, yeah. flaws, Those are the right? worst. Right. That's the lowest emotional intelligence you'll see, like, because they just, they're perfect. There's some benefits to not seeing your flaws, but not many. No. But yeah, so I work with individuals and then I'll work as a group and find out like why there's conflict at work. But then I like, for example, I also work with health authorities, so doctors who have maybe poor bedside manner who are looking for the more like I don't know social skills that they don't teach at school
0: mm-hmm. right like that All hot work. doctor Bridget pardon hot doctor he didn't have any um yeah. it didn't, didn't matter it didn't matter well
2: send him my card just, if it's a hot doctor just
1: stand there and look good <laughs> <laughs> keep your fingers out of my ass <laughs> or just give, like, a, give, just give him give him my card <laughs> <laughs> we don't even well, remember yeah. his name, but anyway, sorry. that was No, it. you when don't you need go to, just to... Hot
2: Doctor. So,
1: and yeah. and your company's called Rose Resolutions. It is,
2: yeah. It was like, a bit. it's a bit of a dorky name, but it was like too good to pass up. So I I'll love just... it. <laughs> Thanks.
1: I love it. Same. So how how then do you, you obviously made a lot of connections when you were working for that other company. How are you marketing yourself for something like this? Do you reach out to companies and say, this is what I offer?
2: You know what, I've been really, really lucky in that I haven't had to market myself because it's kind of been that snowball effect where one person will say like, oh, I, I uh, have a friend at this company who really needs your help. And then it just, it's been, and it's just enough work. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not working full-time nine to five grinding. I'm, I've set my hours nicely so that I can still like enjoy the hockey life and I can travel and well, I used to, but <laughs> yeah. Good for so, you. Thanks
1: guys. And so do, you, um, obviously so much of it is online now, are you feeling mm-hmm. there's a disconnect? Is it difficult for you to, to do that with people when you can't be in the room with them?
2: I do in the group setting and just like getting a feel for the pulse of the room. And I don't know. Yeah, I do for yeah. sure.
1: So it's definitely, something. do you guys to- normally
2: do your podcasts? Like in person or has it always been remote?
1: It's it's mostly been remote. There's been a couple times when we first recorded, Kodak came down here and we recorded like nine episodes. So we were in studio together and Christy came on with us and she was with us. So All it's right. so much better. Like it's so it's got just an easier flow, obviously. Um and then again, there's been other times where she's been here and we've had the guests together, but yeah now that we're now that we can't travel and make those plans and our guests are everywhere so it's great that we can talk to like people like you and um
0: and we're everywhere but yeah totally it's like I could travel but coming back is the pain in the ass I know
1: yeah so we do miss that energy we do like to be in the same room It, it has a different feel for sure
2: it totally does and having drinks and just kind of forgetting that you're on camera or mic or whatever yeah
1: yeah no that's true so I'm, I'm so excited for you. I think that's great that, because it's difficult. We, we say this over and over again in the hockey world with, it's such a transient lifestyle. You really are. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're very fortunate if you stay anywhere for more than a few years. Totally. Or not. Cause some people are like, give me the fuck out of this town. Totally like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> True. <laughs> How long are you guys in Edmonton?
2: He signed a one-year deal. So we're yeah. just, we're halfway through.
1: <laughs> yeah. Where's your favorite spot been so far?
2: Oh, that's tough like Denver was so amazing in terms of the city, but coming to Toronto at 29 years old and like living in a penthouse condo and just like the mecca of hockey. Like for me, it was the most fun. And the girls were all, you know, and you're just all on the same level and same vibe and just, it was so fun. So Toronto was pretty fun, but Tyson didn't Have the same experience. So we were totally disconnected in that sense. So, Uh,
0: yeah, that is difficult. Yeah. When it's stressful for them, it's like, get me out of here.
2: I know. And you feel guilty because you're having so much fun, but he's like (laughs) hating his life.
0: (laughs) I know that is, that's
1: definitely something to talk about though, because it's true. Often you and you hit a bunch of couples at the same time that are in the same phase of their lives, like young couples enjoying each other. And I mean, let's, let's be honest. I can't imagine being a Maple Leaf. Like that's gotta be rock star status.
2: I mean a little bit. Yeah. Like I, I would think so. He's might have a different opinion, but I definitely took advantage of his perks and like really (laughs) enjoyed Toronto. And like, I think I mentioned to you in the fun facts, like we got to meet Justin Bieber. Like we, there's always celebs at the games and it's just the energy so intense. And like, I think it was the first month of hockey and people, which I get, I get why as a hockey player, this would be negative, but I, I was agree. Like, I mean, so we exciting. do so
1: We do know it's a fishbowl there. And you're mm-hmm. obviously the center of a lot of ridicule if things aren't going well.
2: Yeah. Like the first month of the season, people were throwing their jerseys halfway through the game. And I'm like, we're not oh. even close to playoffs what's happening. God. But for me, the energy was so exciting. And I love being at the games, yes. but like when you're playing and Twitter now and everybody just shitting on you and yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: That's difficult. Well, at least you were enjoying your time. It wasn't that long anyways.
2: Yeah, it was like a quick six months.
1: Yeah. And yeah. now you've got Bieber and Haley as like your new sidekicks.
2: I mean, I wish. Yeah, no, I, I met, I got to meet them. And like, I mean, she, she did give me her number, but I've texted her since and it's gotten green. So I think like, I think she's changed it and forgot to send me the new one. <laughs>
1: We got to meet him we got to meet him uh last summer as well it's like such a nice guy i was so, so nice. excited to i don't know see him looking really happy and like so inclusive invited totally. our kids to all play like road hockey and stuff my kids are like thinking it's no big deal and i'm like are you forgetting me you just played street <laughs> hockey with justin bieber anyways he was super nice and um, totally that's kind of fun you gotta like those perks you got a couple other celeb connections too you guys are hanging with the lumineers when you were in denver
2: Yeah I mean we got so lucky like well I say so lucky but not because he's a singer but because they're just the most amazing people but his wife so Wesley Schultz is the singer of the Lumineers and his wife is a huge Avalanche fan so I can't remember oh I think it was Trevor Gretzky who introduced Tyson and Wes at like a show and I think a year later because they would exchanged numbers he texted me like hey man like hate to do this can I get some hockey tickets and he's like of course no problem so they we're sitting beside me and Tice is like, hey, so-and-so's coming to the game. Um, do you mind like just showing them around? And I'm like, yeah, sure, who is it? And he's like, oh, it's the singer of the Lumineers and his wife, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no worries. Like, wish you told me before I would have worn my concert tee, but um, no, they were just so, so, so sweet, such amazing people. And then because we both were living in Denver, it was just easy and it was mm-hmm. just an instant friendship. And so, yeah, they've been incredible.
1: I think that's kind of cool to remember that you end up, you get to meet some really cool people, but that doesn't mean you have to be friends with everyone. And it's just, it makes you realize that they're just normal people. You just had totally, you know, they had the chance and the opportunity to meet you and become your friend too. So I think mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's kind of cool that you take off that celeb status for both parties right? and totally. just enjoy the people that you're with. Totally. I think
0: I think that was what Channing Tatum's takeaway was from hanging out with you and I that one <laughs> yes
1: it was wait wait did, Channing he Tatum text you. like what has he texted you lately Kodat or did you did you go green last time you
2: texted
0: him <laughs> <laughs> wait is he as hot in real life I yeah, need yeah, to know and tall oh. too yeah oh, mm-hmm. tall. That's, that's like he wasn't that not- tall well he was like taller than me <laughs> and I was wearing huge huge heels which I don't wear huge heels wait like, how tall are you five seven I'm 5'9". Oh, that's geese,
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> five nine. I would have been wearing heels. Oh, maybe he was tall then because I guess he would have been six. I don't know. We'll have to Google it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I may have, we'll have to review the photo. So the quick story, <laughs> we have shared this before. We were at a, um, our guys were playing for the Coyotes at the time and they were playing LA in the playoffs. So we went there and last minute I jumped on the plane. I wasn't going to go. And then I was like, fuck it. I grabbed a toothbrush, a, a new top and I threw my heels in a bag and I got on the airplane. With the girls. Well done. We ended up just a couple of us could go down in the room at the Kings games. Have you been to a game there before? No, never. So they're, they have a wives room that's separate, but then they have this bar that the girls have access to and whatever. We had a friend on the Kings at the time. So we went down there and that's where some of the celebs hang. And he was down there. And we, so cool. We kind of lost it a little bit. We managed to get more than one photo because we took one photo that. without our girlfriend who was ordering us drinks at the time. And then when we told her we had a photo, she was, she called us assholes and
0: said, he's like, I was buying you <laughs> drinks. Call my fucking name. <laughs> so fair we, though. Fair yeah, play. It, it
1: was fair. So we of course had to jump back in another photo with him. Yeah, he's cute. The hat. Oh. Yeah, he was cute. Handsome. Yeah. Um, one little instance. Anyways, uh, speaking of heels, wait, have you ever um, worn two different shoes? To a hockey game? Oh, no.
2: Christy told you that? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to kill her. <laughs> what? How did that happen? Oh, my God. Like, is this this type of podcast? Because I'll give this story. Yep. It's give oh, it. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure. We'll take whatever we you like say. I'm Have trying fun. to be all personal. Okay.
1: We like oh. a little mix of both.
2: It's so terrible, too, because, like, his whole family was there. And it was such a... Oh, I, I'm actually blushing. Like, you've got me blushing. So... <laughs> awesome yeah tyson's whole family was in town because it looked like he was gonna well it was his grandparents 50th wedding anniversary and it looked like he was gonna be breaking all these like franchise records so they just timed it out well and so all of his cousins all of his grandparents like everybody it was i think there was like 30 of us it was insane and it was a lot like i was feeling like and they're Mormons, so they don't drink alcohol and I was trying to be like as respectful as possible and not drink in front of them. It was a lot like hostings a lot and having a lot of families a lot. They're lovely people, but just like it would wear anyone down. And then me and Tyson's sister and her now fiance had a day to ourselves. And we were like, we'll just go get brunch. And I think everyone knows how that ends up. And we just oh, got so plastered came home like tried to shower it off get ready for the game like kept drinking like her boyfriend keeps icing us we're just it's just a mess so I'm trying to get ready. And I'm like, which shoe do you like better? Like, what like, what do you think? And she's like, that one. I was like, perfect. Okay, getting ready. Like, getting get, get, get in the Uber. Like, let's go. Oh, my God. We're in the Uber. And I'm like, I'm going to be sick. I'm fully going to be sick. I'm going to throw up. And they're like, you're going to be fine. We're almost at the game. I'm like, you guys, I'm going to throw up. You need to pull over. They're like, we're on the highway. There's nothing. And I'm like, but, Like, throw oh, up no. all over Tyson's sister.
0: Oh Thank no. God I had
2: lent her my jacket that night because... My, it, like oh, oh no. uber screaming we're just pulling up to the rink and i'm like i can't even believe this is happening like i have to go into a box with like a bunch of children and his entire mormon family and i'm that blackout or not blackout because unfortunately i remember everything <laughs> so <clears throat> i walk in and I, we clean up and <laughs> i'm walking into the rink and thinking like okay i think we've got away with this like throw out the jacket like nobody smells perfumes like we're good brush my teeth and i'm like Kind of like got a limp and like Tyson's sister's like, why are you limping? Like, did you hurt yourself? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know. And neither of us kind of clued in and we got to the box. And I think I'm like pulling it off really well. And then someone's like, are you wearing two different shoes? And I was like, oh, oh my God, I'm wearing two different shoes that are two different heel sizes. And I was like hobbling around the <laughs> rink, like thinking I'm pulling it off. I'm acting sober in front of everybody. And yeah, oh, it was so good. And Tyson broke all the franchise records, gets first star, like they're panning up to our box. And I'm just like... oh
1: it was so (laughs) embarrassing oh my god I had no idea that story was going that deep all I knew was like the two shoes and Victoria is a good sidekick that's Tyson's sister everybody oh yeah she's amazing
2: (laughs) (laughs) well we were instantly best friends which actually like worried Tyson and probably hurt my chances with him but I didn't care because I was like this girl is awesome
1: so (laughs) she is awesome yeah they're close too it's so fun that that's happening I mean it would suck can you imagine if you weren't that close I mean it happens with people and I definitely
2: think they've gotten closer because of just like how and like we love her fiance and just we're just we got a good crew
0: so how how and where did you you guys meet um I was out for
2: dinner with my dad who um he was with his partner and like five uh, five other really good looking guys (laughs) and uh Tyson was out for dinner at the same restaurant and we walked by and then I think he said something to somebody and they were like, Oh, I went to school with her. And then instead of introducing us, the guy um, who I went to school with came over and kind of tried to lay claim or like was like hey what's going on and I was like this is so weird so I just went and said goodbye play and then but then didn't think anything of it and then we like ran into each other on the street the same night so
1: oh yeah and then what he's like okay so what's your number number?
0: oh no he had the
2: cheesiest line he was like oh I think we're getting a bottle or something if you want to like join I don't know if that's your thing or something stupid and I was like oh freebo's
0: take it but it worked (laughs) yeah (laughs) you're like yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah "Yeah, okay
1: so how did he charm you after that then I mean that was a hot first line obviously (laughs)
2: what well yeah I don't I honestly don't even know how because he lied about his age like he was like how old are you and like, you're in a club so it's hard to I was like oh I'm 26 and he's like yeah me too and I was like 89 he's like yeah 89 and he's not he's 91 <laughs> which then later I think like an hour later he's like hey uh I'm actually 24 I lied but I'm almost 25 and I was like what okay but it was just an instant kind of connection thing and then I can't even remember how it happened and I'm I like cringe at the thought but like I leaned back to say something and then he spider-man kissed me Ooh. and then I was like oh my god I don't kissing clubs and like I was like I'm out of here but he's like let me get your number like I'm gonna take you on a date tomorrow blah blah blah." and I was like yeah whatever um gave him my number he was texting me at like seven in the morning which I thought oh that's so cute he's like so eager but really he just hadn't gone to bed yet and then um I wasn't gonna go and then my girlfriend knew him from Victoria and I had just she was living in London and I just gotten back from visiting her and so facetimed her and she was like oh he's a really nice guy just go like at least you have a fun lunch and then went and then we spent the next four days together and then that was it it was over
0: crazy so th- was that during off season then obviously yeah yeah
2: okay yeah. in victoria
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. It was
2: in Vancouver, actually. Okay. So he had a flow plane to leave the next day and he just kept pushing it back and pushing it back and pushing back. And then I ended up calling in sick to work on Monday. And we that was probably the first time we hung out like sober. I I even like him sober. And then (laughs)
1: let's
0: test this out sober. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. I love those kind where where you're like, "Mm, I don't know where this is going. And then four days straight. Yeah, Yeah. that sounds like a novel, like a Harlequin. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, I I feel like when you have like no to little expectations, it just kind of, yeah, like, I don't know changes it for you like I don't know you just don't have any expectations so then it works out a little bit better yeah
2: totally and we were both just in the right place at the right time and just it was so fun it was such a fun first weekend and then every weekend after has been so fun since so
1: (laughs) I love it so tell us about your engagement that, cause this is recent. You guys just got yeah. engaged this past year.
2: Yeah. I put the work in. It was, it was freaking, <laughs> it was freaking time. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, we were in Toronto and at that point it was our first year technically living together. And Tice is the guy that kind of was like, why would we live together until we're ready to get engaged? And then when we got engaged, why would we get, or why would we get, why would we get engaged until we're ready to have kids? Which is just like, he always was pushing it off. And we were in Toronto and I was getting like frustrated internally, obviously I didn't tell him that. And then everyone kept saying to me, it's coming. Like it's gonna come when he signs his next deal. Like he'll have no pressure. It'll be, so I'm like, okay, July. And then he got me a trip to London for my 30th and I was like it's gonna happen in London this is so exciting and then COVID hit and I'm like he can't sign his freaking deal because like COVID and they still had to go back so July came and went they obviously the London trip never happened And I'm like it's just I think free agency was in October Mm -hmm. I'm like this just isn't happening and plus he was totally like doing the Chandler and being like yeah I don't know why we would get engaged like when everything's so great and you're like because I'm gonna be 31 in a couple of months and like I want to yeah. like I don't know think I'm, I'm, I'm ready
0: awesome yeah yeah I'm ready I was for like, the next what do you mean again. like yeah <laughs> I was like
2: come on so I had no freaking idea and then yeah he' still't sign his deal and he just was throwing me off so hard even to the point where the same girl was like give him a chance I was like I don't even think he has any intention of proposing like I don't think it's on his radar do I have to break up with him and she panicked knowing that he was gonna propose in like a couple days. I was like, yeah, maybe. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. My best friend's saying it. So I'm like, I'm going to go to Tofino, have a fun trip, whatever. And then I'll reassess my life when I get back. Because obviously I love him so much and I don't want to be with anybody else.
1: Yeah, it is weird. It like, is weird when you're like, okay, is, am I on the same page? Are we on the same page? What's right. You it now? just, like, yeah, you, know you just want that. that confirmation
2: that like we're in it yeah Mm -hmm. and so we went to tofino and like obviously hindsight's 2020 like christy and len were in in town which like i didn't think anything of i just thought they're in town and they're visiting which is great but they had quarantine for two weeks my mom was also in town quarantining but my granddad needed surgery like it all made sense they all had good stories but when we were leaving to go to tofino christy was like bye like crying i was like am I dying? Like, what's happening? Like, what do they know that I don't know? But I still didn't clue in. I know. I still didn't clue in. But like, I was like, I said to Tyson out loud, I was like, am I dying? Or like, is, does she know something I don't like? What's happening? He's like, I don't know. They're mutants, like whatever, just ignore them. And he was just like, oh, well, I'm, I don't know. I I had no freaking idea. And then we, yeah, we were in Tofino and we had, I thought, dinner reservations. And he was like, let's do a dog walk and then I think actually I said let's do a dog walk and then we can go to dinner and then he was like yeah perfect and I'm in like sweatpants and no makeup because it's you know and it's chill and whatever and then he's like can you just get ready before we go on this dog walk and I was like absolutely not (laughs) like why would I get ready for dinner and then go on a dog walk where I'm gonna get muddy and like windblown not doing it sorry and he's like, he turned it around on me really well. Cause he was like, you know what? Like the last few times we've gone out, you're always late. Wouldn't it just be so nice if you got ready and like, I didn't have to wait on you and we can have a drink. And I was like, okay. And I'd been a little bit of a bad girl the weekend before where I got too drunk. And I was like, okay, maybe I like, I'll give him this should- one. Like he can have it. Yeah. Like he seems yeah. serious. So I got ready <laughs> reluctantly. And then we went on this walk and I still had no idea. And I sh- like, like, everyone's like, he had a bag in the photos and, I'm like that's just our vibe like we always have like like a bottle of wine or something and like a speaker yeah. and that's just like our thing. So we we're walking and then he started saying like oh I you know I love you so much and I was like yeah yeah I know and I'm it's cold and I want to get back cuz I've done my hair now. And I'm like yeah yeah I know come on and like keep walking he's like oh he's like no 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 like I love you. And I like want to start a family with you. And I was like, I know, me too. Like, let's keep going. Like, I was just not letting it happen. And then he's like, I'm no, seriously. And like grab me. And I was like, what are you doing? Are you giving me a speech? Like, are we walking are we talking? Like, what's happening? He's like, I'm giving you a speech. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> like speech. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Oh no, I've ruined it. But then yeah, then then you black out. Everybody tells you that it's gonna happen. And you're like, No, that won't happen to me. And of course it did. I blacked <laughs> no. out. I don't remember him saying, I was like, did you get on one knee? I don't remember anything. He did, right? He did, who, yeah. He so got on with Who was doing
1: the photographing? Because I saw the photos that someone was following you or what? Yeah, he did... had
2: some guy um, in the forest taking photos <laughs> who-
0: That's so, so <laughs> creepy. <Yeah. laughs>
2: I know. Well, he came running out. And I'm like, ball. I'm an emotional wreck. I cry all the time and I'm bawling. Make like, why did I get ready? I would have been better off not. And then this guy pops out, and he's like, hey, like, uh, congratulations. I'm here to like take photos for you. And I'm like, oh my God. And he's like, yeah, just like clean up a bit. Try not to cry. And like, (laughs) I'm like, I'm still so overwhelmed. And I thought this isn't really Tyson's vibe, but okay, whatever. Like he and he wasn't wearing shoes, which I I don't know if you guys follow him on Twitter or not, but he got rinsed on Twitter for this. (laughs) But... (laughs) He the guy was like making us climb the rocks and take all these photos. And I'm like, okay, the house is right there. Like, let me go get you some shoes. This is embarrassing. Like, his feet are bleeding at this point. Then the guy makes us go in the forest. He's still wearing no shoes. We're taking these photos. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Like, can we just put some shoes on him? And um, the guy kept being like, Um, you know, can you g-? We're like excited, he's be natural, be natural, and we're like excited and kissing and whatever. And he's like, You know what? It's just really not translating on camera. Can you try something on I'm like, this is like not like I you know, you're trying to enjoy the moment. You're
1: getting direction suddenly. You can't know, be authentic.
2: Like, yeah, and whatever. So then finally that's done. And we go back to the house, and then I realize like he had um a chef come in and set it all up with like flowers everywhere and can it was like so pretty. So that's why he didn't want to go back and get shoes. But it looks ridiculous in our engagement photos that he's not wearing shoes. He looks like I didn't notice
1: Frodo. Oh my god, he got rinsed on Twitter. <laughs> I just thought you're at the beach. Why, why would he want yeah, to get it sand looks, in his shoes?
0: Exactly. Guess, I'm looking yeah. at the picture, except for the forest. That's weird. Okay. The,
2: yeah. I mean, <laughs> I tried to avoid posting the ones where he's like on the rocks and his feet are bleeding. And then the forest is really weird.
0: On you the know, beach. It totally makes sense. It's so cute.
2: Totally. Yeah, it does. I'll have it's to look just, at more.
1: Yeah. It got weird. Uh, I love that. And then, <laughs> so then what happened? Cause then there's more to this story. Oh
2: yeah. Oh yeah. So then we had like an amazing six days in Tavino, and then i knew that i had friends like my mom was there and i was like excited about it and i'd also called him out i was like i think i think you're throwing like a party like is there a party when we go home and i'm like i feel so intu. like i i think i'm really intuitive and like yeah. i can have psychic abilities sometimes and he again flipped it on me right you know like i know it right so yeah like I consider myself a bit of a west coast witch I was like I can just tell like something's up and he flipped it on me again and was like I'm sick of this like you think you're so intuitive and like this witch die- I get it but like you're not always right like you're not always on it like totally flipped it and I was like and then I felt upside down with my senses because I was like Am I? do I have the ability like, <laughs>
1: like I-? have I lost it I've lost it
2: <laughs> I've lost it yeah that's it I can't see clearly now and so I was like okay it felt so bad and then we came home and then a, there was a massive party he planned with like all of our friends and family. It was so, so sweet, which was like awesome that he did it before the COVID rules changed because we had the yeah. 50 and like,
1: yeah. I just wish
2: we'd gotten married there,
1: but whatever. Yeah.
2: But yeah, it was amazing. It was, he's, he's the freaking sweetest man in the whole entire world. That- I'm so lucky. It's That's awesome. That so cool. it took
1: so much thought. I loved all the planning that went into it. I knew it was coming too, so I was like waiting for the post because I knew why Christy and Len were going home. She's like, they're getting engaged. I'm like, oh my God. Okay, I can't. I'll just watch. I'll just watch Instagram and wait for the announcement. <laughs> just
0: keep refreshing. They're so sneaky. Feed. Yeah. They, I was yeah. so
1: excited.
2: He even had like a, like honestly, his sister set up most of it again. Like, why yeah. she's just such a freaking hero. I love her. But like, I'm obsessed with champagne. And he had like a whole Vuv station set up with like a Vuv umbrella and all the except it was just so sweet. He's like the best. Oh, it was awesome. I know I'm lucky. I feel like I'm bragging, but he's the
1: best. You guys are a great couple. You're going to have such a fun life together.
2: Oh, thanks. You know, excited.
1: What's so what's the wedding plan? Do you are you have you made some plans yet? Or are you well, clearly, you're having a baby first. So,
2: yeah. So when we got engaged, obviously it was in the middle of COVID and it didn't look like 2021 was an option because we've just had friends postponing already. And so then it was like, okay, maybe 2022, but by then I'll be like 32, 33. And I had been, I'd been diagnosed the year prior with endometriosis, like stage four. Wow. And I'd had to have surgery and, you know, I... I had had a lot of appointments with doctors who were like it's gonna be really hard for you to get pregnant um you're probably gonna to have to take the IVF route especially with like given my age and stuff and so we kind of thought like well let's just like give it six months and we can think wedding but like we may as well just see like if nature could take its course mm-hmm. and yeah I went off birth control and then three weeks later I was pregnant <laughs> crazy was <laughs> wow. wow. so fast I know I was That's not
0: amazing. prepared
2: I just went and got a prenatal massage and the girl was like oh like at least you're in your third trimester and at the time I was like I'm 19 weeks she's like what? No. yeah <laughs> same with the yeah. ultrasound tech there was like a student doing it because you're not supposed to get too much info and she was like oh, I've just never seen someone this far along before and then the ultrasound woman
0: was like she's only 20 weeks oh, I'm no. like
2: what yeah. is happening do I not like again do I not know something
0: here am I huge <laughs> I feel even people have those comments like I was oh so big with Easton like so big and this lady at the grocery store in front of me was I guess the same amount like same same pregnancy as me like and the, the cashier was like oh well she's it's the same as you but you're a lot bigger and I just like stared at her you're and like, Jason's like say something and I was like mm, just gonna stare at her yeah so, you don't want to like, know oh, what oh, I want to oh. say yeah
1: god I had a doctor when I was with when I was pregnant with Hannah I went in to see my doctor in Edmonton actually I walked in and got weighed and he was like whoa and he made this face <laughs> and I was like okay in my mind I'm like fuck <laughs> off I went home and cried it was my first pregnancy and I was like I was a spaz. It wasn't like I was a thin person or anything, but like, I was kind of a spaz. I was measuring myself everywhere. I was uh, psycho. Really? I don't know why I was doing that. Like, it's so dumb. But when I walked in and that doctor's face hung open and he was like, yeah. wow. I'm like, uh. Uh, people. I've
2: like literally found being pregnant. There's like two comments that are so triggering. One is like how huge you are for how far along you are, or which I should, maybe I shouldn't be triggered, but like, you don't even look pregnant. You look the same. And you're like, you're telling me I always look like this? You're saying I always look this swollen and huge. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're saying. You're a friend of yeah. mine. You've known me for like how long and you think I look the same. Like get yeah. out of my face. You yeah. Just yeah. can't.
1: There's no. different ways. So what are you gonna do? Okay, you can't drink. You've got some superstitions mm. for playoffs. What's, I mean- Oh, the J-mo shots.
2: Yeah. What do you do? Jameson shots. Oh God, why? <laughs> Cause it, it's not, I okay. Well, I actually do like JMO, So I'm acting like it's such a shitty thing, but it works. So, and every time it works, every time I take a Jameson shot at a game and I can't abuse it, but Tyson will get a point or an assist or the team will score. And so,
1: so the, the superstition has worked.
2: Yeah. On St. Patrick's day, I made all the girls take shots and they ended up taking four and he got four assists in one night. I'm like, see, it works but, uh, every, time. Uh, every time I'm telling you, it's like, I'm maybe you'll just no. have to,
1: maybe you'll just have to pour some Coca-Cola into a Jameson bottle for yourself and then just
2: I know well before I had that surgery I wasn't supposed to drink and Christy was there when that was going down and she made me take apple cider vinegar shots while she took the j so maybe <laughs> yeah. I'll go back to that no maybe Christy Christy will take all the shots for you yeah She'll she can be my avatar yeah.
1: yeah uh well listen we are and hey first of all congratulations to Tyson too he's was he top scoring defenseman in the league as of last yeah yeah, yeah he's killing it so exciting I love yeah. that So So up and down. It is. It's such a roller coaster, but like, again, new city, new team, a whole new vibe, and obviously a different year. Um, And, you know, getting in the groove is awesome. That's, I'm happy for both of you. I know it affects you too at home. So.
2: Oh, thanks. He's super happy here. And I think it's been a great fit. So we're excited.
1: Awesome. Well, we are excited to keep watching. I know Codette with the Flames isn't as excited about the Oilers' success, but I am.
2: (laughs) fair enough though i like a good healthy competition like <laughs> yeah. battle maybe we'll see each other in playoffs
1: oh yeah be positive
0: codette be positive we Way can better. jump on this
2: bandwagon <laughs> if they don't make it well
0: yeah. i know because well, sometimes we get the like a meme or whatever because jason played for the oilers so the, like it's a picture of jason and his gear drinking out of his water bottle and then it's like once an oiler always an oiler i'm like yeah i no, don't no, right now except <laughs> no? when you're a <laughs> flame.
1: except when you're a <laughs> <laughs> flame. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah so fun. no oh that's uh, fun
1: well thanks so much for for one for joining us today and mm. for sharing all these things about you I think you're fascinating I love what you what you do as a profession I love that you've kept it going and um I know it'll continue to grow it's so fun and I can't oh, yes, wait for so you to so be weird. a mom and meet your baby
2: oh thanks guys like it's been such a pleasure I feel like I have overshared which is probably no, the goal do like
1: <laughs> yeah, the over-share, we, yeah. we do love an overshare but good. So I, and it's not bad overshare. No, it's it's perfect.
2: Then it's just in time to end then because it could get <laughs> ugly.
1: <laughs> fine, fine. We'll just have you back another time. That's perfect. When cool. I can
2: drink and then I'll really overshare. Yes.
1: Yeah. Just get room. your butt down to Arizona and um Ugh. when this is all over and we can immediately, yeah. Yeah. Meet in yeah. person. Hey, and on a personal note too, I just want to thank you too. You've always been so supportive of our hockey life and um uh, making connections. And I want to thank you for that too just been a sweetheart.
2: No, but you guys are awesome. I and mean, people don't realize how much work goes into being the wife or the wag of like a hockey player. And for you guys to like shout out all these awesome women and just have like a support system for all of us. I am mean, we're so lucky. So
1: thank you. Oh, well, It's thank a cool community know. for sure. We adore mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks good. again. Take good care. Thank and, you guys. Um, keeping a, keep keeping on. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. You guys too. Hopefully I'll see you both soon in person. Yeah. Let me know if you come
0: visit your sister. I will. Okay. All right.
1: Take care, Emma. Bye guys. Ciao. Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend.
0: Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera.